When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. It's Friday, April 1st. And uh, as I said yesterday, I'm going to focus more on stocks and less on the overall quote unquote market. You can kind of tune into the news to see the overall market. But the big news of the day is the, um, the GameStop uh, split. So essentially, you know, again, uh, splits mean absolutely nothing to the actual value of a stock, but what it allows GameStop to do is reduce the price of the options, therefore uh, increasing the likelihood that these guys who are quote unquote playing the options market will um, uh, make more money, have more volatility, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> um, AMC, on the other hand, hasn't announced a split. I believe they did a split before. Um, and by the way, GameStop yesterday, when the split was announced, got all the way up to about 200. It's about 184 right now. Uh, AMC, AMC can't get above 30. I won't waste time kind of talking about this stuff because um, there is no target. There is no support. There is nothing that, that kind of goes along with these um, when you're, you're, you're kind of gaming these, these stocks. That's exactly what you're doing is you're gaming. Uh, I. Listen, I, I have several friends who have made a lot of money on these, so I, I don't say that it's a a risky or, or I won't. It is risky. I won't say that it's it's out of the realm of possibilities that you make money with these things because it is the market. Some things just don't make sense. Um, but logically, I would not be putting my money in and kind of on there. I, I'll, I'll put my money on a Sunday bet uh, on football. Uh, just like I would put my money into GameStop or AMC. Um, but with that said, there were a few reports yesterday with the month end that retail investment with the GameStop and AMC and things like that, that was the reason for the upward trajectory in the last two weeks of March. Um, March was the worst quarter we've had since COVID. Uh, it was down quarter. So uh, there, there's there's just not a lot kind of good news baked into the market. Um, supply chains are still an issue specifically with automakers. In my mind, this opens up the opportunity for Tesla. Um, they have not had, they've had some supply chain issues, but with the opening of two brand new factories, one in Berlin, one in Texas, um, and from all of my friends who work at Tesla, the assumption is that they did meet their uh, Q1 goals. We'll find out, I think, later today. Um, they'll release their uh, Q1 uh, deliveries. Um, but the, this stock, the RSI, is at 71. It's up there. It, it closed. It's now trading. Let me look at the current price. Um, the current price is... 1,082, closed at 1,087, or 1,077, so it's slightly up. It's kind of trading in a, in a range bound, but it doesn't have a lot of pre-market volume. Um, the 10-day volume is up 
uh, 28 million shares versus the 90-day volume is usually 26 million shares. Um, again, the P.E. ratio is 218. They will probably will grow into that, but just like GameStop and just like uh, AMC, uh, valuation means nothing to this particular stock. So, But the volume uh, level is on there. The MACD looks like it's crossing down. You might have some pullback on here. You do have a gap here between uh, 1016 and 1050, um, and it almost touched the other gap, which was at 1134 on um, March 29th. It got up to 1114. So it almost filled that gap, didn't quite fill that gap. My guess is this might pull back a little bit to just about 1,000, and then we go and, and, and clear that, uh, that other gap. So uh, those are my thoughts on Tesla. Amazon, it was just released that uh, uh, Jassy, who's their CEO, his compensation was $212 million. $211 million of that was stock. Um, that's an important figure because you can see how important the stock price is to this particular gentleman. Now, uh, mind you, CEOs will say stock price means nothing. They, I, I've talked to enough CEOs, stock price means everything when you're getting compensated 99.9% .9 of your salary in stock. Get ready for the stock to, to grow. The split was the first thing. Um, Bezos didn't necessarily want to split when he was CEO, but now that you don't have a founder who's in charge of uh, the company, you probably will see more stock, quote unquote. And, and I, I say this with a grain of salt, manipulation. It's not manipulation. It's just financial engineering. Um, there possibly, and this has been on the table for quite a while, is that Amazon will break out AWS into a separate company. Um, the worth of actual Amazon is probably not that great without AWS. So there's a kind of a rolling of the dice there. Um, but as you get Amazon into other businesses and they become more mature, uh, that company becomes more profitable and AWS most likely becomes less profitable as um, competition from Microsoft, from Google, Cloudfare, and other cloud companies um, come in. So uh, is it time to break out AWS and, and push this, this stock to all-time highs with a breakout? So just my thoughts. Um, China, on the other hand, uh, China, one of the things with oil is the, the oil price came down under 100. Today, it's back up above 100. Again, we're releasing um, 180 million barrels of, of oil, 1 million barrels a day for 180 days. Um, they thought that was the stock, the, the price of oil coming down yesterday. And, and uh, political folks, again, I talked about it yesterday. Politics means nothing in the price of oil. As oil price goes up, they drill more. As oil price goes down, they drill less. And that's why you saw Biden yesterday say, hey, we've got enough. We're, we're, by the way, we are at all-time production highs here in this country. All-time production highs. Um, and that's non-political uh, for our, our gas industry. Um, the gas industry wants to drill in different locations. Um, the, the government, the Biden administration doesn't want them to drill in those locations. They want them to drill in the current locations. Uh, what the oil companies want to do is get more permits, uh, get more places where they can drill, and, and, and they'll manipulate the public, uh, public perception all day long. And, and by the way, again, the electric cars they're against, uh, drilling with the administration they're against, blah, blah, blah. 
the oil industry is not the most um, reputable, I should say. Uh, but uh, China shut down. They had one case in Shanghai. Um, Shanghai is a city the size of Texas, and, and today's reports are just amazingly um, how, how quick they're willing to shut it down. Oil is going to go up. Um, you're going to see if, if the lockdown works, China starts opening up. We see less shutdowns. China starts ordering more, more oil, and Memorial Day comes up. You're going to see it go up. So um, dealing with UCO, let's see. UCO yesterday um, traded from 149 to 162. It is opening up. It closed at 153. It's at 150 um, pre-market. Uh, my assumption is again buy into weakness on this one. Uh, I would not would not buy today. I think I'm looking at buying more next week. Um, there are plenty of other stocks that I have on 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 my list for you to to delve into. Um, so let's get into those. Um, Intel Corporation is an interesting one. Um, they are behind as far as technology goes. This is at 49. Um, when I looked at it, I saw some support level at 47. Um, all chips were kind of beaten down yesterday. Um, you're seeing the cross down of the MACD. I think this one trades back down to 47. Um, we haven't gotten out of, it, out of it. We had an initial $47 on March 17th. Rode it all the way up to 52. Um, it has since come down to 49. Again, that's a 5% gain on that one in what, 11, 12, 13 days. So uh, the, the, the 200 day is still kind of flat. Um, the 50 day has moved up. My assumption is this comes back down to 47. That 50 day probably flattens out, but the 200 day stays flat. And then we see off to the races. Um, I, I think you're seeing 55 to 60 on this one on the next, le next leg of the run. Um, that is a huge one. Um, and again, let's look at this one from yesterday, Shopify. Um, Shopify, I said, uh, has a 100% win next week in this last seven years, I believe, eight years, however long it's been a company, 100% next week. Um, and it's got a 80%. I think win rate in the month of April, or maybe it's even a hundred percent. But essentially, you want to get into this one. This one is trading at six seventy five. Um, let's take a look at Active Trader Pro on this one. Uh, yesterday's range was six seventy five to seven oh eight. It's going to open up at six eighty three, so it's up slightly. Um, my assumption is based on on just TrendSpider. I think you could get this one in the neighborhood of six. 680 to 690 today. Um, I think that's your buying range. I'll probably be adding to this one. Um, the 50 day is starting to move up. The RSI on a four hour chart is at 48. So it is oversold. The MACD is crossing down. That does provide the possibility that we could go to the 670 level, 675 or so back down to where we closed yesterday. Um, but Again, I don't mind holding this one. I, I think this one's a good long-term play. In fact, I, I hold this one at a loss right now. Um, let me look at my current position so I can tell you. Um, I bought this in May of 2020. It is one of my uh, losses. Uh, I am down 9.15%. 9 
Um, I bought this with an average purchase price of 744. I rode it all the way up to that $1,762 mark. I did not take my profits. Shame on me. Um, I lost track of my portfolio, forgot that I had it. By the time the, the turnaround happened, I was kind of like, eh, it, it'll go back up, but it hasn't gone back up. So, um, there's that one. Uh, let's see. Um, Josh Brown brought up Carlisle Group. So Carlisle Group, which is CG, is the symbol. Um, he brought it up and was pretty convi- had a pretty good conviction on it. Yesterday, the, the volume spike was enormous when you look at this one. Um, it, 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 again, well, I should say on March 31st in the morning, the volume spike was huge. The afternoon, volume spike was pretty, pretty dead. Um, nobody was trading this one. So I, I'd say that you hold off on this one. It does look like the 50 day is turning around. Uh, they added $50 billion to their $300 billion that they currently manage. So that's a huge, huge inflow. These guys are money managers. It will add $50 million a year in fees. And so before they only had $175 million in fees. So that's why you saw the, the, the Carlisle group go up yesterday. Let's see what they closed. They were up from, they traded from 47 to 50. Um, and the day before, let's look, yeah. Um, let's look at a five day here so I can really see. Yeah, they were at 4660 kind of the day before. Then they shot up to about 50. Um, yesterday, the trading range was 47 to 50. I do think with that amount of money, this one looks like it's a good one. Um, I'm not 100% sure. I haven't done it. But the RSI is at 61. I would wait for this one to kind of pull back probably to the 46, 47 mark. Um, one of the other traders, Degas, brought up Oracle, and he believes that that's on the move. Again, this is a podcast favorite because they buy back so much stock. Um, the, the RSI is at 56. This one's at $82 per share. We were in on March 10th at $75 a share right before earnings. So that's a great, great opportunity that we saw. Um, what's that? Almost 10%. I do see this one kind of coming back. Uh, up through the 200-day. It's kind of going to use the 200-day, I believe, as resistance. But I do see between 87 and 88 price. There's a good um, volume shelf right there. Now, uh, Jim or uh, yeah, Jim Leventhal, who I f- uh, followed into Cleveland Cliffs, and I got out way too early, um, which has been a huge runner this year, brought up Kinder Morgan. And Kinder Morgan is an energy infrastructure company that operates pipelines. Um, it's had a run from 17 to $19 and the MACD is really crossing up um, while the RSI is going down. So I, I do think that there's a, an opportunity on a pullback here. The RSI is at 60. That MACD looks like it's going to cross down. Probably going to be a, a slight negative today, I would say. Um, but again, who knows what's going to happen with energy. The 200-day is positive. The 50-day is positive. Everything on this one points towards it going um, to a, a, another um, leg up. When I look at KMI, their 52-week high um, is in June at 1929. So you don't have, it's trading right now just over $19. You don't have much room left to hit that 52-week high. So um, that's an opportunity. But again, I believe in him. He, Led me to Cleveland Cliffs, so 
I do believe that that's an opportunity too. Uh, Jenny on the halftime report brought up NNN, uh, which is National Retail Properties. They um, uh, manage uh, they manage um, retail malls uh, on long term scales. You're seeing a severe drop in this one uh, in the afternoon as of yesterday, uh, and the Bollinger Bands are really high. But you're seeing a a huge downturn in this one. Let me look at NNN to see where we're at. Honestly, there's no news on Finviz about this one, but uh, you are seeing a pretty big downward move here from 46 to um, it's trading at about 44, 45 right now. Um, The 52-week high came in June of last year at 50. The 52-week low is 40, which just came in February. Um, yesterday it closed at 44.94, but you're seeing this one. Um, there are high end term, uh, high end retail with long term leases. Um, targets all all of the analyst targets are around fifty dollars. Um, it's trending down with a MACD kind of going down and um, the fifty day flattening out. So uh, this is an opportunity that she brought up. So those those were your halftime report um, uh, kind of uh, stocks that I saw. Um, boil. Let's talk natural gas. B O I L. Uh, I bring up boil and K O L D. And just so you're aware, boil is an in uh, levered ETF that corresponds to two times the performance of the Bloomberg Natural Gas Index for the day. That's why you trade this for days. It's uh indexed to the the futures, the daily futures. So you trade this for the day. You don't kind of buy this and hold this as a long-term quote-unquote investment because it's a depreciating asset because to be two times levered, they have to trade in futures uh, or in options. So um, there's puts, there's calls, blah, blah, blah. But you are seeing a, um, a, a kind of a slowdown of this one. The 90-day volume on this is 2 million shares. The 10-day volume uh, average is 1.5 million shares. So um, again, you're seeing a significant slowdown in this one. If I were to look at boil in our algorithm, and again, with things like this where you're holding it on a daily basis, the algorithm isn't great, but we would have been in at 3731 um, on February 16th. Uh, and today you're at 5634. So it's kind of trading on a downward. Um, but one of the other ones that, that I looked at was UNG, which is basically just U.S. natural gas. Um, it, it's, a few, it's a again, a, a fund um, that just trades on the, uh, the, the commodity. Um, it's down today at 1952. If we were to put this into the, uh, into the algorithm, uh, we would have been in about the same time frame, February 15th at $15. You're at $19 today. Um, it tracks the delivered natural gas to the Henry Hub in Louisiana, and it's a futures contract, so it's tied to a futures contract. Um, there's another stock that I looked at today, and again, UNG, Boyle. Personally, I'm trading Boyle just because it, it, it's two times levered, so I might as well. You'll lose twice the money, but you'll also make twice the money. So I, I think Boyle kind of tracks a little bit better on this one. There's another. Um, uh, energy company, Comstock, symbol CRK, um, which I looked at. And this was a suggestion. I forget where I got this one. Maybe it was um, 
Thomas, uh, one of the listeners, I think, uh, kind of suggested this one. But Comstock is a uh, oil and gas. Um, this one has had a run uh, and had a downgrade, but they have a price to book ratio. Here's where I saw this one. Um, you've got a, a buy-in on the algorithm at uh, March 22nd at 982. Today you're at 1304. Um, so it's a significant, significant run that we've saw. There's a gap here. Um, you know, again, the performance data is uh, in a thousand candles in the algorithm, you made 159% versus buying and holding, you made 111%. But again, Comstock Resources, if you bought this one, great. Um, there's a volume kind of shelf here at about $8. The 200 day is, is moving positive. You just had the golden cross on March 18th. Um, they've had a quite a run, but I read an article yesterday where at today's price, um, they have a price to book ratio of 2.95 compared to an industry average of 3.31. So while you've had quite a run on this one, and, and it's using the nine-day as kind of the, the support level, um, as you see on this run on the chart, at $13, if they're only 2.95 compared to an industry average of 3.31, you still may have some upside on this one. Um, and again, with, with energy, anything energy, this is oil and gas. Um, and so they're, in, in my mind, this one's going to run. You know, you've got six to eight months of, of oil and gas probably going up with no real uh, assumption that this is going to slow down. So Comstock, CRK is one. Uh, another um, uh, commodity, Lithium Americans Corp. Uh, and if you heard Biden's announcement yesterday, he's using the Defense Act to uh, mine more for uh, precious metals that are involved in EV, <clears throat> EV batter- batteries. So this is at $38, $40 price target from most of the analysts on this one. Um, but that was before the Defense Act. Um, this, the, the targets could get raised. This one on um, March 17th, we had a buy-in at $26. You're at $38 today. Quite a big move. The volume shelf here is at $31. Um, but you've had quite a violent kind of increase in volume in this one. The MACD is way up here. The RSI is at 73. Normally, I would say don't buy this one. But with the Defense Act system, I think on any pullback, you, you kind of have to buy this one. Uh, LAC is the symbol. I think it's a great, great opportunity. Um, again, lithium, when you look at the volume, the volume spikes in this one. It's just huge. Uh, and this is Lithium America's Corp. Um, LAC. Uh, next one is uranium miner, CCJ. Uh, let's look at this one. I looked at this chart yesterday. Cameco Corporation. Um, this one is a uranium miner out of Canada, I believe. Um, and uh, they just got a big upgrade um, with nuclear power kind of being on the table with Europe. Uh, that's an opportunity. You've got a buy-in at... Um, uh, February 25th at $22 and you've got the MACD kind of high up here, but you've got about another cross up coming. Um, I think again, uh, this is a $40 by the end of the year, but it's trading at $29 today. Um, CCJ, 
uh, yeah, 29.10 was where it closed. 29.50 is where it's, it's kind of opening. Um, it got a big, big up yesterday. Um, so again, this is a, uh, nuclear play. Uh, Apple is one that was brought up yesterday, um, as an opportunity. And I do think that this is an opportunity all the time, but you're seeing weakness in this one at about 174. Um, you know, again, do I think it's probably going down? I do. It's slightly up in pre-market, not significantly. Closed at 174.61. It's trading at 174.91. This is one where um, when you look at it, it, we had a buy-in March 17th. It's kind of coming down. The MACD is crossing down. The RSI, it's completely oversold as of the other day where it was 75 and 80. Um, yesterday, the RSI moved down to 60. The volume on this one has has been fairly consistent. There's no real spikes. A couple of days, it goes over the average volume, the 20-day average volume, but it really doesn't spike that much. You are seeing that MACD cross down, which I, I you know, again, I think you're going back to the 160s on this one. But in my mind, this is a huge opportunity to get in the asset performance. Um, if you were to use the algorithm, it's 119% versus versus just buying and holding is 177%. I don't trade this one in particular, but I do think it's an opportunity. Yesterday, I got my parents into CrowdStrike again. They they wound up taking their 25, 30% before. Um, and I told them CrowdStrike, we had a trigger uh, of 231.40 in the afternoon. Um, at 231, yeah, it closed below that. It closed at 227. Let's see where we're at. We are up. I think it's back. Yeah, it's at 229 again. Um, this one, I personally, I own a bunch, um, but the 52-week the high is 298. Um, the other one, if you didn't want to use the, the actual algorithm to buy and, and more room to run, um, Zscaler. Zscaler is trading at 246 pre-market. It closed at 241. Their 52-week high is 376. So you've got quite a uh, quite a room to run on this one. If we look in the algorithm again, you had a buy-in here um, on March 16th at 199. You're at 241 today. Uh, the RSI is at 59, so it's not too oversold. Uh, in my mind, that 50-day is just turning. If you get um, up to the 200-day moving average as of today, you're probably in the 260, 270 category. Uh, that's a nice 10% move right there. So uh, I think Zscaler and CrowdStrike, and again, their cybersecurity plays, and with Russia uh, kind of threatening cyber, cyber attacks, um, and some being, uh, being actually done. If any, anyone's a Verizon customer, I have my uh, uh, service on US Mobile, which is a Verizon MVNO. Um, I got a text uh, about something, oh, tax return or something. And I read an article about it and all it looks like every Verizon customer got it. Verizon saying, we're working with it, blah, blah, blah. The rumor is that's Russia. Russia tapped into Verizon, was able to send out a text message to everybody because the link that was included in that went back to Russian servers. So um, there's that one. Uh, ba, 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 ba. that looks like it. Um, quite a few stocks. Again, if I'm trading today, 
Shopify is my one that, that I'm looking to get into. Um, I think CrowdStrike, great opportunity. I think Lithium, LAC, great opportunity. Comstock, CRK. <clears throat> um, I think Boyle is a great opportunity. Um, Oracle, I think you got 90 left in that stock, which is a nice 10% run. Kinder Morgan, Jim Liebenthal brought us into that one. Um, uh, you've got a, a lot of opportunity in these stocks. Again, if, even if you're trading some of these others. Uh, Intel at 47. I think I wait till it gets down to about 46, 47. Uh, Devon Energy is another one that, that I always bring up. Um, that one traded under 60 yesterday. Uh, it's still trading at under 60. At 59.13 yesterday is where it closed. Um, 59.29 is where it's at. Again, you all, there, it's 52-week high is 63. Um, that's almost an 8, 7%, 8% move in a stock that gives you almost a 7% dividend. So you don't mind holding on to it. Their PE is a little high from a traditional basis, but it's a good opportunity. So got the jobs report coming up here in three minutes since I uh, said I wouldn't focus on the overall, uh, the overall economy. I won't kind of include that one, but the assumption is that anything that comes out again, you're lo really looking at inflation. You've already got all of this stuff baked in. Um, oh, Chinese stocks. China announced that they may allow the Western firms to actually audit their, their, uh, their company. And what that means is BABA is up 7 8%. I think most of them are up 10 15%. Um, we've had another big move in GOGL uh, in pre-market. Um, this is one that I held on to. Uh, I probably should have bought Zim instead. Zim, Zim is even making a bigger move. But you've got um, GOGL is up 1.5%. Let's look at Zim just, just to be um, uh, constructive. But Zim is one. This is a Zim Integrated Shipping. This is in a shipping service. You're trading at 72. Again, you traded all the way up to about 90. And there was a $17 stock uh, dividend paid. And that was back on March 22nd was the ex-dividend date. I think it's April 4th. Next week is the, the actual payment date. But you took $17 out of the stock. Ever since then, you got out, you know, the algorithm would have had you out of the stock. The, the volume's coming down. The MACD is coming down. The RSI is at 44. The MACD is crossing up. So this may get us back into a buy here. Um, and, and I don't, you know, again, there, uh, let's see it there. Um, if I look at their <clears throat> PE ratio is 1.87. Their dividend yield is 90, 97%. Um, let's look at their competitors to see how they stack up against their competitors. And to do this, I go into Fidelity changed their layout, by the way. I really like the new layout. Um, but, yeah, see, their industry average, the PE is 1.96. The industry average is 4.52. So you probably have some room to run on this one. Um, the, the beta is a little bit more risky, 1.77 versus the industry average is 1.14. Price performance over 52 weeks, and this is probably why the beta is up, is 208% versus the industry average is 94%. So it's a marine shipping company. Um, let's see what their actual... <clears throat> uh, provides container shipping and related services in Israel and internationally. It provides door-to-door, port-to-port transportation for various types of customers. So Zim's uh, earnings are coming up on May 17th. In my mind, I think you get into this one. 
Um, it, it's been, you know, if I look at a, let's just look at a weekly stock for um, shits and giggles here. Yeah, you're at all-time highs here. Zim's 52-week high is 91. You're trading at 72. It's going to open up at 73. Uh, the MACD is probably crossing up. Outside of external factors, I, I think you're looking at this one continuing to go up. Shipping is, we're still in supply chain issues. So uh, I think Zim and GOGL are, are good ones to buy. Uh, let's look at the GOGL um, chart just so we're kind of on par here. Uh, GOGL had us in March 18th at $11.90. Today it's at $12.37. Um, GOGL, let's see where it's trading at. <clears throat> it closed at $12.38. It's opening up at $12.60. Again, opportunity. So, giving you a great opportunity as on this one. Uh, if you want any of the charts posted, let me know on Twitter. But uh, happy trading. Enjoy. I'm trying to keep this to 20 minutes, and I think I went over. But there was so much to pack in. Have a great weekend.